Just stay in your seats, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll blow you up as soon as possible. Hmm? You know what I mean. Did you remember to turn off those robots? Ladies and gentlemen, Cosmic Ray is proud to present the biggest little star in the galaxy. Direct from Unork City on the planet Zork, put your hands together for Sunny Eclipse and the amazing Astro Organ. W Radio, your information station. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the WW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangiello, and this is show number 689, and together, as we have for the past 17 years, we're going to celebrate the magic of the Disney parks, movies, Marvel, Star Wars, and more here on the podcast, my weekly live video on Facebook, events, blog, D23 Expo, and more. Please be sure to join the community, subscribe to the podcast, and find everything else at www.radio.com. So as we prepare to return to D23 Expo in September, I sit down with D23 Vice President Michael Vargo to talk about what to expect, including the unexpected surprise or two, at this year's event, including the panels, celebrities, parks, movies, streaming, gaming, and much more. I'm then going to share my personal D23 Expo wish list, or 20-ish announcements I'm wishing for or predicting at D23 Expo 2022. Then stay tuned for our Disney Trivia Question of the Week, where you can enter to win a Disney prize package and more updates at the end of the show. And if you like what you hear, please share the show and tell a friend. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WW Radio Show. Since 2009, Disney's D23 Expo has celebrated the past, present, and future of Disney entertainment magic with a gathering for and with their most loyal fans and friends, and it is a three-day adventure that includes all the wonder and adventure of Disney, including sneak peeks of what's coming from the parks, films, TV, gaming, and more, and there's going to be celebrities and presentations and archives, and the list goes on and on and on, and it doesn't matter if you're a fan of one or all, because there's going to be something special for you at Expo 2022, which is coming back to the Anaheim Convention Center September 9th through the 11th. I have been fortunate to be there from the beginning, going to be back again all three days, not just as a guest and as a fan but with a booth on the show floor once again. But of course, the expo does not happen without the gargantuan, and that is an understatement, efforts of the team over at Disney's D23, led by my guest this week, D23 Vice President Michael Vargo. Michael, it is so good to see you. And again, in what is, I'm sure, a crazy few weeks leading up to expo, thank you so much for taking some time today. Thank you so much, Lou. It's a pleasure to be here. And you framed it up perfectly. Uh, I've been a part of the expo since 2009 as well. And it's been great to have you along uh, the journey with us the whole time. Well, thank you. And if you can, before we get into expo, um, I just I wanted to talk a little bit about you because I love the fact that the person sort of spearheading these efforts is somebody who is a fan themselves. Can you give me a little bit of, you know, the Michael Vargo origin story as fan cast member and with d23 absolutely you know i i grew up in anaheim hills area and uh so i practically visited disneyland just about every weekend possible um and 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 celebrating birthdays and everything else as i was growing up as a kid so i felt like it was practically in my backyard and very much a part of my 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 childhood upbringing so um i've actually been with the company now for 30 years i started at disneyland and as an entertainment cast member back in 1992. And, uh, you know, it's, I've, I've, I've experienced some remarkable things and, 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 uh, some great experiences along the ride. And here I am and, uh, being a part of the best fan club in the world is pretty remarkable. I'm, I'm truly blessed and honored and, and very excited. Um, and, uh, you know, it's been a, it's been a great ride. Yeah, like I said, you literally went from fan to 
air quote friend of some uh, <laughs> of some characters in in the parks, and now you handle not just D twenty three and Expo, but you know corporate creative resources, and you're right. very much part of the archives family. So you're spinning a lot of um, big plates all at once. But let's talk about the Expo itself because each year is literally bigger and better, and this year is no exception. And and I think it's even it's a special event that's even more special because it's not just about what we're going to see on the stages and the show floor, but it's about seeing each other, right? D23 has always been about community for Disney fans and it's the best way to connect and meet. And I think especially now after such a, a long period of time, it's going to be great to just as fans be able to connect again on the show floor. So true. And you know, it's been three years since our last D23 expo. So the fans couldn't be more excited, or could we, um, to really connect again in person together at the world's biggest fan event, uh, Disney fan event. And, uh, you know, I, I am so excited. The You're right. The bar keeps getting raised year after year. And I have to say, all of our partners around the entire company really rallied behind this year's event and really brought their A-game to, to the table. I can't wait for everyone to see what everyone has to offer there. It is it is going to be an expo like no other. And I think we'll talk about this a little bit too. You know, it's going to be a, a, a look at the Disney 100-year celebration that's going to be happening in 2023. So kind of a little mini kickoff, if you will, to that celebration, which we're very excited about. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I mean, you're sort of starting at the beginning with the opening ceremony and, and the legends, um, really sort of not just kicking off expo, but what is going to be a celebration of such an important milestone for the company as a whole. That's right. And and that opener on Friday morning, uh, you know, Bob Chapek, our CEO, will be kicking off the uh, the D23 Expo at that session. And we can't wait to um, uh, share with everyone what's going on with the Disney 100-year celebration, give them a, a sneak peek at, at all the wonderful things happening around the company and fan celebrations. And of course, the Disney Legends ceremony itself has always just been um, an incredible, uh, you know, uh, thing that we offered at the expo uh, since 2009 and always been a fan favorite. I'm excited about this year's legend ceremony, especially. Yeah. It's always interesting to see who sort of makes that list of um, true legends. And, you know, you talked about sharing with Disney fans. One thing that you've done in the past, and I think really ramped up this year is sharing it for fans, not just who are in the four corners of the Oso oh very big building, but fans around the world. Look, this year's expo sold out faster than ever. And for one reason or another, there's a lot of people reason why people might not be able to make it there in person. But this year, D23 is going to be streaming a lot of what is happening in the expo live to people watching at home, right? So true. And and you're right. Uh, the sellout was uh, remarkable. Uh, you know, everyone's, like I said, so excited to be there in person. But for those who can't attend, we have expanded our live stream this year. Um, unlike any other uh, event that we've done, uh, it's going to be uh, live streamed all three days, up to eight hours of programming each day. We're going to be uh, live streaming several of our uh, sessions uh, throughout the day, as well as some special curated content as well, just for the live stream audience. So everyone can tune in on you know, d23expo.com, all of our social channels, Facebook, Twitch, uh, YouTube, Twitter, um, all that will be available uh, for the live stream. It's, I think it's going to be really great. And a couple of our you know, uh, tentpole uh, sessions, if you will, will also be available via live stream, including the uh, Friday morning opening uh, session with the Disney Legends Ceremony. And which we just recently announced the Disney Games session as well. So we're very excited about those two uh, being able to put on the on the live stream. Yeah, and so let's talk a little bit about Disney Games and just maybe as a whole, some of the things that are new this year. That's one of the things that we as fans always look forward to is not only are there new sort of exhibits in places like the Walt Disney Archives, but there's always something new in terms of what's happening on stage or what's happening on the show floor. Anything special new that we want to make sure we mark on our calendars and or in the app? Well, you mentioned the games, you know, uh, obviously there's a game audience out there. So the Disney and Marvel Games Showcase was something that we thought would be um, an interesting add to to this year's event. And uh, it will be uh, uh, something that we're going to share on Friday, September 9th at one o'clock p.m. Also on the live stream, like I mentioned, but really showing all the great new content, 
content from uh, Disney and Pixar games, Marvel games, Lucas games, 20th century games, a whole variety of things. Um, you know, there's so many things to explore that's new on the show floor this year. And uh, Disney um, branded television is coming to the table in a big way, in a new way, with some great experiences that you can walk through from all of our brands from, you know, FX and uh, Freeform and National Geographic and so much more. Uh, I think it's going to be a great surprise for a lot of uh, a lot of fans for Disney branded content, Disney non-branded content, Star Wars fans, Marvel fans, Pixar fans, there's really truly something for everyone at this year's expo. You know, I, I'm thinking back to the last expo and timing being everything when Disney Plus was announced and this incredible fervor to sign up for Disney Plus. Talk about right place at right time with so many of us, you know, locked in at home for so many years. You know, thank God for things like Disney Plus. And now there's the there's a Disney bundle pavilion too where you're going to have not just information about some of the stuff we can the content we can consume at home but talent and filmmakers and creators are going to be there so that we can hear from and meet them directly as well that's right and as you mentioned you know uh, disney plus made its debut at the d23 expo in 2019 that's where i signed up for my subscription as well and uh in this year's disney bundle pavilion is going to be a Remarkable experience with not only Disney Plus, but Hulu and ESPN Plus being there as part of the family. And we just actually saw a lot of the uh, uh, renderings and floor plans for their experience. And I have to say, it's going to be pretty incredible. The uh, Hulu vessel, the Hulu green vessel is pretty awesome. You get to walk through this um uh, Hulu world, if you will, with all these different stories, and you get to really check into their obsessions of Hulu content. I think it's going to be really, really cool this year. And you're right, uh, lots of surprises on the Disney Plus live stage with uh, talent and, and filmmakers and celebrities and everything as part of that. Well, it's funny that you use the word step into because that's always how I felt about D23 Expo. I think it's such, such an extension of what Walt wanted from Disneyland. He wanted a place where we could step into these stories. That's exactly what it allows us to do. Whatever type of content we gravitate to or we love, we're able to literally step into these places and spaces. I know the Disney Parks and Resorts Pavilion is always sort of one that is, you know, we so many of us look forward to. And as I start going through the schedule personally, right, we start, we're, we're, we're Disney fans, we're planners, you look through and I start marking off the things that are can't miss presentations. Michael, my problem this year is can't miss this, can't miss this, can't miss this. And I'm just basically checking off the list because just a very quick thing. We have an inside look at the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. I've been a huge fan of the SEA lore for so long. A peek behind the curtain at Walt Disney Imagineering Illusions, which is what every Disney fan wants to see. Uncovering treasures from the Marty Sklar collection, like really just I'm going to pause there for a second, getting to sort of hear from the wife and daughter of the late Disney legend about some of the things, the treasures they've discovered from Marty's personal collection, I know is going to be a huge draw for people. Absolutely. And 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 you're right. I mean, there's so much to choose from. And uh, specifically to, to Marty's presentation, you know, Bob Weiss uh, with Walt Disney Imagineering. This was really his project that he really wanted to push through. We're so excited to bring it to life and, and share it with the fans at the expo and hear Marty's story from the family. Um, I think it's going to be really remarkable. But that is always the challenge. What do you do? How, you know, there's so much to pack in in three days, and each day goes by so fast, as you know. Um, so, you know, trying to pack in schedules and presentations and then meet and greets with some of the talent and do some shopping and everything else in between. It's it's a lot to pack in in three days, for sure. Um, you know, I always recommend come to the expo with a plan and then a contingency plan as well, because sometimes you might spend a little more time shopping than you had planned, <laughs> or <laughs> you might catch, you know, uh, somebody walking by on the show floor that you wanted to go say hi to and time gets away from you. So, you know, come with a plan and a contingency plan. And I also say, you know, check the D23 Expo mobile app. It is really a great tool to help navigate your way through the show floor, check out the latest on the schedules and presentations and any announcements that we might be making throughout the weekend. Yeah, I really love the the updates and the upgrades to the app. And, and you know, it, it's 
Expo has always been a continuous learning experience for everyone, right? We learn to, to plan, to have a contingency plan, <clears throat> also to bring comfortable shoes. Yeah. Um, but we, there's also, there, there's so many sort of like squirrel moments, right? You think you're on your way somewhere, <clears throat> excuse me, and next thing you know, something else pops up. There's a surprise, there's a parade, there's something else that's happening. But let's just quickly touch on a couple of the other things that, that are on the schedule, and maybe you can sort of speak to them a little bit. Again, the immersive experiences that the Disney fans, Disney Parks fans, and Disney Cruise Line fans, there's bringing to life the Disney wish, 70 years of Imagineering, the boundless future, the Disney Parks experiences and products um, hosted by um, Parks Experiences Products Chairman Josh Tomorrow. Um, talk a little bit about those three, because I think for a lot of us, those, especially the last two, Imagineering and the future of what's coming to the parks and products is, for a lot of us, it's sort of like the reason why we, we get in and plan early and plan around those events. 100%. You know, so many of our D23 members are obviously big park fans. So we know we always have to go big with our parks and resorts uh, presence at the expo. So Josh is going to deliver a remarkable presentation on Sunday morning with the with the parks panel. I can't wait for everyone to hear some of the great surprises, announcements that he's going to be sharing with everyone. The pavilion is unlike any other. I think every year, as I mentioned earlier, they just raise the bar. And, you know, we talk with a lot of our partners around the company early on, you know, two years, three years in advance to make their pavilions uh, and um, very experiential. You know, we just don't want it to be a display of any kind. We really want this to be a great hands-on experience for all of the fans to come and see. And the parks is a great um benchmark for that. You know, they bring out the Imagineers and the people that really tell the stories behind the scenes of the parks and and all of the the uh, uh, Imagineering that's going to be taking place in the future. And I can't wait for everyone to see the incredible models that they're going to have out and some of the great content that's in the pavilion. It's it's really cool. And And you mentioned some of the other sessions as well. I mean, always popular, uh, you know, to get into some of these, you know, I can't wait, especially even for the 50th anniversary of the Main Street Electrical Parade, because uh, I always felt like that was one of my childhood upbringings. Um, we're the same age. So uh, very special to me. Yeah, you know, park experiences and products is one of those things that, you know, when the sort of literal and figurative curtain drops uh, and that park, that the pavilion opens up fully to guests because sometimes there are some surprises that come out over the weekend. It's remarkable to watch the faces and the expressions and sort of the air come out of the room as you stand there and you look around in awe because it's not just about what you're seeing, but to your point, it is very immersive. It's also very participatory too. It's not just this thing that you sort of are ushered through and walk through. There are people there to talk to. There are hands-on things that you can do. There's great photo ops as well. You can and should spend and probably will a pretty good amount of time in the parks pavilion. That's right. And, you know, that's what makes these D23 events, especially the Expo, Expo so special. And, you know, always like to give the fans a sneak peek or a look behind the curtain, if you will you know, and some of the great uh, stories that we have to share and some of the behind the scenes look at things, how they come together, what's on the horizon uh, for tomorrow and, and the years to come. I think that's it's they're going to be blown away. But it's also not just about what's coming next, but what we have to celebrate in the past. I mentioned your connection to the archives. I personally love Disney history. And now you have a hundred years of company storytelling across a wide spectrum of brands. And I started thinking about like what the timeline of the hundred years and all of the things that, that Disney has covered. Some of the things that are celebrating milestones this year, <clears throat> Tron, um, Dick Tracy animation, live action. Um, there's going to be a lot certainly in terms of what people can expect and maybe you can share a little bit without divulging. Well, if you want to divulge secrets, that's fine. <laughs> a little bit of, of, of what might be coming to the archives and then sort of extend a little bit from that if you can, Michael, because I know we're going to be able to experience the archives on the show floor at, at Expo. Not everybody can, but after Expo's over, some of that it, that's in the archives 
is going sort of on the road to the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia, correct? Uh, you're right, Lou. This year's uh, D23 Expo will bring an epic archives experience to the show floor. As always, we've unpacked some remarkable treasures over the past 100 years that we're going to have in some great uh, photo experiences, if you will, throughout the exhibition. Everything from Dick Tracy and Mary Poppins and Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. There's so much there. It's it's really great. But what's really special, we're actually going to be uh, hosting a panel on Saturday um, by uh, Becky Klein, the director of the Walt Disney Archives, your friend and mine, um, that's going to be talking a little bit more about our Disney 100, the exhibition, which is um, a incredible uh, touring exhibition that will take place starting in 2023, very different than what we have at the D23 Expo. In fact, we talked about these immersive experiences of behind the scenes stories and that sort of thing. The Franklin uh, Institute will be our opening venue for this new exhibition starting in uh, spring of 2023. And this is going to be an experiential, hands-on experience. So you can actually go in, understand the stories behind music and costume and storytelling uh, on how Disney magic is made. And it's going to be pretty incredible. We're going to be announcing at D23 Expo future cities and what the tour is going to look like um, of that exhibition, both domestically and internationally. You can't see my face if you're listening, but I just sort of like raised my eyebrows like, huh, domestic. And now I'm thinking about WW Radio group of trips out to some of the uh, the traveling <laughs> archives events around the country, maybe around the world. Um, Michael, I'm also, in case you can't tell by the uh, the artwork and things behind me, I'm a huge Marvel fan, right? Marvel obviously going to have a big presence, again, with some of the smaller, more intimate, interactive things like Marvel Draw Live, and obviously the Hall D23 presentation on Saturday in Hall D23, where Marvel's going to be joined by not just folks from the Marvel family, but from the Lucasfilm family to see some things we've never seen before. And to quote what I'm reading in the app, to be among the first to learn what is in the works. Can you tell us a little bit? And obviously, huge Spider-Man fan. It's 60 years of Spider-Man. I know we're celebrating the, uh, the 60 years with Marvel Comics as well. Absolutely. You know, previously, the Walt Disney Studios session was one big tentpole showcase, right, that we would have. It was like a two-hour presentation one day, and it was filled with everything from Disney movies and animation studios and Marvel and Star Wars. This year, we were like, there's so much to share with the fans. We had to do it in two days. So Our brains can't right. handle that. Our brains literally cannot handle it <laughs> two hours <laughs> So, so it's still going to be an epic long showcase. Uh, I can't wait for everyone to see it. But Friday is going to be our Disney uh, branded content, if you will. Um, so Disney and Disney Animation Studios and Pixar and Disney live action. But on Saturday, as you mentioned, Saturday morning, we're going to be kicking it off with uh, Star Wars, Marvel and um uh, 20th century films as well. That's going to be a part of that. I think you might've heard some Navi that might be coming to theaters at the end of the year, might be sharing a little bit more about what that's going to be about. Um, but Marvel, of course, Marvel studios uh, always just brings the A game to the table. And uh, I cannot wait for you, Lou, especially as a big Marvel fan to see what they have to, uh, to share with you. The celebrity lineups are going to be pretty epic as well my inner nerd is losing his, his <laughs> brains are falling out of his head. Um, so Lou, I mentioned earlier about the archives exhibition um, celebrating the past 100 years of the company. There's going to be lots of other experiences um, and opportunities throughout the weekend that everyone can catch a glimpse of the 100 year celebration. Um, lots of special surprises and first looks uh, that I mentioned in our opening session on Friday morning but also a first look at some of our merchandise and products in our uh, D23 Expo marketplace. Everyone loves to shop as well when they come to the Expo. So we'll have a first look at some of the 100-year product um, as well. We're also giving away a special commemorative gift just for our D23 Gold members at the Expo uh, that will be a 100-year celebratory poster art uh, created by one of our remarkable Disney designers, uh, Eric Tan. And... 
something that we've been working on for over a year now um, is going to be pretty spectacular out in front of the Anaheim Convention Center. Can't say too much more about it right now, but it's going to be a, a great uh, greeter, if you will, for everyone coming into the, to the show. Mm -hmm. So can't wait for that. And then earlier we had announced as well that we're restoring Walt's Walt Disney's a Gulfstream plane, and we're bringing it, um, it's currently sitting at Walt Disney World, bringing it out to Anaheim, uh, fully restored the exterior of the plane, and we're going to have it on display in the D23 arena at the Anaheim Convention Center, uh, which, I mean, we're landing a plane, <laughs> not landing it, but we're bringing the plane into the expo, but that's a, that's a, that's an expo first. So you, we, we briefly touched on something that I know for a lot of people, Michael, is to a certain degree almost the reason why they come. Because this may come as a surprise to you. Disney fans love to shop. And there will be no, there will be no want of shopping there because there is um, merchandise, limited edition merchandise from across the company. Disney, Marvel, Pixar, Star Wars, National Geographic, including things from Expo. Can you talk a little bit about the shopping experience, how it's changed and improved this year, the marketplace and Mickey's at Glendale? Absolutely. You know, we really changed the entire shopping experience at this year's expo. Uh, you know, previously we had uh, different store locations and such, which we have a little bit of that, but everything's really going to be consolidated in the D23 Expo marketplace located in Hall A really designed by franchise and story so everyone can uh, easily navigate their way around the store. Um, we also have obviously Mickey's of Glendale, always a popular destination that will also be on, a, on the show floor as well as the Mickey's of Glendale pin shop. And then we also have our own D23 Expo shop that will be located on the second floor and that will carry a lot of our Expo branded uh, merchandise. We actually just saw everything in its full glory a couple of weeks ago on display at our offices. It's pretty incredible, um, the, some of the, the product lines that they brought out this year. And then on the third floor, uh, the D23 Expo Marketplace is hosting an, um, a limited edition annex up on the third floor of the convention center. So that's where you can go and get some of that limited edition product lines and um, free up some space in the in the main marketplace area. Uh, and we're actually implementing this year um, virtual queuing so people can easily find a great time to go in and, and get their shopping done. And we're doing that through the Disneyland app. So make sure you download the Disneyland app as well as the D23 Expo app to take advantage of the virtual queue. So in addition to comfortable shoes, bring extra luggage. You're going to need it. It's just easier if you pack it in advance. And really, Michael, sort of to, to tie this all in a bow and come full circle, I said at the very beginning that Disney and, and D23 is about people. And when I talk about people, just briefly touch on the fact that the talent that is going to be there, right? It's going to be everywhere from the movies and parks and, and music and authors and artists um, with their own interpretations of their fandom. There's the sense of community, right? The fans that are going to be there who are sharing what they love with who they love in lots of different ways. I'm thinking about things like the Mousquerade um, and the, the Emporium, right? The idea that fans and collectors can meet and connect with other people and, you know, like me, like having a place there where we can share our fandom um, with others as well. That's right. That's where they get to see you too, Lou, uh, which is pretty cool in person. Uh, but you're absolutely right. That's what this is all about. It's about reconnecting with our fans, uh, you know, all about the community. Like you said, you know, the fans come to this event with such enthusiasm and excitement um, you know, they come in their cosplay and uh, dress up like their favorite characters and really want to come in and just have a great Disney experience. And that's what we aim to deliver here is uh, something that is unlike any Disney experience ever. And bringing the Disney biggest Disney fan event to the biz biggest Disney fans is one thing that we just love to do. And we can't wait for the next one. I, uh, I'm not just saying it because you're here. Like since that very first expo when nobody knew what it was or what to expect, uh, I have fallen in love with this event and the people. And it is the thing that I continue to look forward to most attending as a Disney fan. 
you are a fan. You also come at it from a lot of ways. You are the fan. You're, you know, again, sort of the, the leader of the club as or what is the one thing that Michael Vargo, the, the fan, is looking forward to most at Expo? Always a tough question. And I have to say it's to see the other fans. And I truly um, love watching uh, what you had said earlier, the expressions on everyone's faces and just to see their them having a good time and experiencing something for the first time and um, seeing a celebrity who is their idol, you know, that they will probably never get to see again in person. That to me is, is so much of what the expo is all about and, and sharing it with the other fans as well. I mean, that's just, you said it earlier, it's just so immersive and experiential as a Disney fan. And I love experiencing as a fan as well. And we love putting it on for the, for the fans. It's, it's, it's really a great highlight of, of what we do. I can't wait. I know I am not the only one. Like I said, it's going to be bigger and better than ever. And I know, you know, friends of mine and I like are just chomping at the bit to get out to Anaheim and uh, and get ready for Expo this year. Uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing you there. I-, I will tell you, if you're listening, one of the things I love about you, Michael, is you're so approachable. And if you see Michael on the floor, as long as he's not running somewhere, um, you're always so generous and gracious when you talk to other Disney fans. And, and I appreciate Thanks. what you and the entire team are doing. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in just a couple of weeks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lou. Thank you for having me. And I look forward to seeing you as well. Can't wait. As we count down to D23 Expo, one of the aspects of the event that I've always looked forward to was not what we can expect on and from the schedule, but what we cannot the unexpected surprises, announcements, reveals, and revelations. And during every expo since its inception, there's always been things from the parks, experiences, products, movies, and TV that were literally awe-inspiring and draw-dropping. And to be in the room when announcements are made and you can hear the gasps and the cheers is an amazing experience. And it's a big part of why I go and enjoy it so much really and always as a fan first. And I think this year is likely going to be no exception, as I'm sure Disney and Marvel and Star Wars have a lot up their sleeves. And for me personally, what is coming to the Disney parks is always the one that I circle first and look forward to most. And this year, on Sunday morning, September 11th, Disney Parks Experiences and Products Chairman Josh Jamaro is going to take to the stage on Hall D23 for a boundless future, Disney parks, experiences, and products to share a look at new details of projects that we are anticipating and are in development for parks around the world. Now, none of us know what's in store, but I think it's always fun to dream, imagine, and almost like internally imagineer what we think, hope, and even pray is going to be coming to the Disney parks. So I thought it would be fun this week for me to share my 20 things that I wish for or predict to be announced at Expo. Now, these are wish list items for now, but if any are correct, we'll call them predictions. Some of these I think you probably expect on your own or thought of as well, and I think there's a few that may be a little bit more far-reaching. Now, hearing the title, A Boundless Future, makes me think of A Boundless Realm and Instantly Haunted Mansion. I'm not sure if that is a not-so-subtle hint or not, but I'm going to try not to take what might be obvious and tempting bait that something new is coming for or to the Haunted Mansion, but I digress. Please, keep in mind, this is meant solely to be fun. I do not claim these to be rumors or any kind of inside information. It's just to speculate, have some fun, and again, I will only refer to them in hindsight as predictions if any of them happen to come true. So let's just daydream a little with my quick list. I'm not going to go too much into detail, and we're going to get started in Walt Disney World over in Magic Kingdom. First, I expect there to be an announcement that Tron is going to open on October 1st. Work is progressing. They're doing testing. It just makes perfect sense. Two, I also think that we're going to get an announcement for the replacement for Stitch's Great Escape. Number three, and I know I've been saying this for years, I really think that now is the time, now is the best time, although don't touch Carousel of Progress, that we're going to get a Tomorrowland update and reimagineering in Walt Disney World 
and possibly Disneyland, and I think that may even include a replacement for the Laugh Floor as well. Staying in Magic Kingdom, I know a lot of people have been talking about this really almost since it debuted. I would not necessarily be surprised if Happily Ever After comes back after Enchantment has done its 50th anniversary run. Moving over to Epcot, I think we're going to get some updates on whatever happened to the Epcot reimagining that was announced back in 2019. The Play Pavilion, Mary Poppins, Spaceship Earth, and quote, more Disney, more relevant, more timeless, and more family, a quote coming from Bob Chapek. Remember how Spaceship Earth was going to go from communication to storytelling? I think there's a good chance we finally get some updates on that project as well. Number six, and this goes back to something that I predicted or wished or hoped for, was going to be announced at the 2019 D23 Expo. I still believe this was meant not for Expo 2019, but Destination D 2019, which never actually happened over in Walt Disney World. I think we are finally going to get an announcement of an update to Journey into Imagination with Fig. Now, keep in mind that the current version we have was almost sort of a quick fix remedy for the abomination that was the second iteration of Journey into Imagination without Figment. I think the handwriting has been on the wall for many, many years, especially due to the post-show area really looking somewhat almost abandoned. When that happens, that usually is a predictor of something coming to that area, and I think more importantly, the pavilion as a whole. Staying in Epcot, I believe, as I'm sure you may as well, that Coco is going to be coming in or around the Mexico Pavilion. It just makes sense, and I love the visuals, the music, the food, everything. It Coco makes perfect sense over in Mexico. Number eight, moving over to Disney's Hollywood Studios, I think Star Wars Launch Bay is going to be replaced, and I would not be surprised, nor would I be unhappy, if it went back to something sort of in the Disney MGM Studios roots and Walt Disney Company's roots with something related to Disney animation, maybe even something a little more immersive and interactive. Number nine, let's talk parades. I didn't mention anything about Magic Kingdom, and I know there's been a lot of sort of speculation or hope that Paint the Night would come from Disney California over to Walt Disney World. I don't believe if it does, it comes to Magic Kingdom because it can't fit. But Disney's Hollywood Studios, maybe. I absolutely think Disney's Hollywood Studios will get a parade, whether it is a brand new parade or, please, 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 the Paint the Night Parade coming over from Disney California Adventure. And number 10, before we leave Disney's Hollywood Studios, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, how we have loved you so for oh so many years. But I think the time has come. We could expect a replacement for the Little Mermaid show Maybe an overall update to that area as a whole over in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Number 11, moving over to Disney's Animal Kingdom, specifically Dinoland, USA. Jester and Hester, we love you. We appreciate you. But the time it may have come, again, the handwriting being on the wall, no new updates. Primeval World has been closed down. The area is ripe for an overall re-theming and update. Shanghai is getting a Zootopia-themed land. Something on a smaller scale would make perfect sense right in Dinoland. And number 12, moving all the way over to the other side of the park and the newest land in Disney's Animal Kingdom, I think Pandora is finally going to get an expansion announced, which will dovetail in nicely with the December 16th, 2022 release date of Avatar 2. Moving over to the resorts, number 13, this is the one, again, very, very wish list, speculative at best. And something I would just love to see happen in Walt Disney World. Not just a place to play in, but more importantly, to stay in. What do you think of a Marvel-themed resort coming to Walt Disney World? Now, before you say that Marvel can't be in Disney World, the current licensing agreement, as I understand it, not that I've read it, only restricts Marvel in the parks. Remember, the Avengers monorail, the Marvel superhero store in Disney Springs, Walt Disney World has the space and the capacity needs for another resort. I would love, love, love to see a Marvel-themed resort come to Walt Disney World. Number 14, I'll make this a twofer under Walt Disney World transportation. And I think, A, 
We may get new monorails finally coming to Walt Disney World. Remember, the current monorails, the Mark VI, have been in operation since 1989. If I do the math quickly, those are 33 years old. It may be time for updated monorail trains. And 14B, I think we hoped for or expected this as soon as the original opened, an expansion to the Walt Disney World Skyliner system just makes sense. They are basically not just conveyances, but attractions in and of them themselves. I personally love the Skyliner. I hope to see it expanded. Number 15, I'm calling somewhere in Walt Disney World. I don't know where. It makes sense in World Showcase. It makes sense in Disney's Hollywood Studios. It makes sense in Magic Kingdom. I expect to see Encanto in the parks in Walt Disney World somewhere. Is it a show? Is it a dining experience? One can hope. I don't know, but it just makes so much sense. Number 16, let's move over to Disney Springs. I believe that there are is not just an addition, but multiple additions in a sort of multi-phase expansion and update of certain areas and possibly even including a new Disney Springs resort on the west side by the watermelon and strawberry parking lots. I just realized I skipped one over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I would look for a retheming of Rock and Roller Coaster, formerly starring Aerosmith, to be announced as well. Moving over to the West Coast and Disneyland, I think we will get more information about the Avengers e-ticket attraction in Avengers Campus. We know that many years ago, pre-pandemic, they talked about a possible opening date in 2020, and then life happened. We now have this big, beautiful, massive show building ready for a new super e-ticket attraction. And as long as we are prognosticating and predicting parades in the parks, number 19, if Disney's Festival of Fantasy Parade leaves Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World, does it go over to Disneyland or does Disneyland get a brand new daytime or nighttime parade? Do we get any updates and details about the expansion, the Disneyland Forward project that was announced many years ago? We'll see. And finally, number 20, let's move over to Disney Cruise Line and the speculation that has been going on for some time of the new name of the next Disney Cruise Line ship in the Triton-class fleet next to the Disney Wish. Now, I've really been leaning personally in one direction, but I've also just realized that all of the current ship names are nouns, right? It's the magic, the wonder, to dream, the fantasy, a wish. I wonder if that naming convention will continue. I think a lot of people are leaning towards believe for the name of the next ship, but it could be something like the Disney Adventure, the Disney Imagination, or the Disney Discovery. What do you think the next name of the Disney ship can or will or should be? More importantly, what do you think or hope is coming and is going to be announced at this year's D23 Expo? What do you think of my list? Please come share your thoughts, ideas, suggestions, or wish list over in the comments. I'm going to create a new conversation over in the WW Radio Clubhouse. I'll link directly to this conversation. You can get there by going to www.radio.com slash expo wish list. That's www.radio.com slash expo wish list. And if you're going to be at Expo, I'm once again going to have a WW Radio booth on the show floor in the Emporium alongside Mouse Fan Travel. We will be in booth 218E. It's going to be a big booth with a very easy to spot surprise front and center. We're going to have giveaways, games, prizes, interviews, and opportunities for you to be part of all the fun in the booth. And on the show, I'm setting up some interviews and some time with some very special guests. So come by the booth, say hi, check out our schedule, grab some giveaways, and you never know who or what you might see there or what we might be doing, including live recaps of the panels, events, and announcements as they happen. Now, if you can't make it to Expo in person, don't worry, because I'm once again going to bring the Expo to you as I have every year since the very first Expo back in 2009. I'm going to be live on Facebook throughout the event and hope to have a general schedule of when I'll be live and what we'll be doing, but please make sure you turn on notifications and see first on the WW Radio page on Facebook and in the WW Radio Clubhouse group on Facebook as well so you don't miss a thing. Plus, there's also going to be chances for you at home 
to win prizes exclusively if you can't be there. My goal has always been to bring the expo to you if you can't be there, and this year is no exception, not just in coverage, but in experiences as well. And also, like I said, if you're there, come by, say hi to our friends over at Mouse Fan Travel. They're doing some great prize giveaways, and they're going to have travel advisors in the booth to help answer any travel-related questions you may have. So once again, I'd love to hear your thoughts about my wish list slash predictions of announcements coming to this year's expo. Go to www.radio.com slash expo wish list to share your thoughts, speculations, or comments on just how crazy you might think I am. If you're going to be at expo, come by the booth, not just once, but multiple times a day, all three days, because you never know what we might be doing, who might be there, what we might be giving away, or surprises we have in store. I am ridiculously excited for this year's expo as a fan, as somebody who is exhibiting on the show floor, and more importantly, as someone who cannot wait to see you, you individually and you collectively. Again, there's nothing like the handshakes and the hugs and being back together in person, in a place and a space that is created for like-minded Disney fans from around the world. I hope to see you at Expo on the show floor or at Expo during our live broadcast that you can find at d23expolive.com. It's time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week. I invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World's history or see how well you pay attention to the details of what you see, hear, taste, and remember. If you think you know the answer, you can enter for a chance to win a Disney prize package. And this week's trivia contest is once again brought to you by our friends over at Dizplates. You might be saying, what's a Dizplate? Well, they're high-quality prints on metal that are mounted on the wall with the help of a magnet, which makes them so easy to hang and even better swap out designs quickly and easily, no nails in the wall, no levels, no hooks, just an easy to attach metal square. They have literally millions of designs with officially licensed art from Marvel, Star Wars, Netflix, Mandalorian, Stranger Things, Spider-Man, you name it, they have it so you can build collections of things that you are passionate about and put them right on the wall. I love these. I have them in my office. My kids have them in their room. I have an amazing Daredevil piece of art that I've never seen before. Plus, with every print that you purchase, Displate plants one baby tree, and to date, they've planted more than 17 million trees. So your Displate is not only environmentally friendly because it's metal, but it makes your room look cool and helps others in need and makes a real difference. You can go check out some of my favorite Displates, including some that I already have on my wall at Displate.com slash WW Radio. If you use that link and code WW Radio at checkout, you can save up to 29% off your order for a limited time. And as long as we're talking about Expo, if you're going to be at D23 Expo, come by the WW Radio and Mouse Fan Travel booth for a chance to win Displates throughout the weekend I will have disc plates in the booth so you can see them and touch them and maybe win them. And if you're at home and not going to be able to be there, don't sweat it. I'm going to have a special exclusive chance to win a disc plate giveaway for you watching at home. Again, to check out my collection, browse the entire disc plate gallery of fine art. Visit www.radio.com slash and use code wwradio at checkout. Now, before we get to this week's trivia question, let's go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So last week, I was in the Halloween spirit because Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party was going on. I broadcast some of it live, including the amazing Boo to You Halloween parade. I love it so very much. So your question last week was to tell me, in what year did Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party debut in Walt Disney World. I want to thank the hundreds of you who entered, got this one correct, and knew that the answer was 1995, which initially seems like it wasn't too long ago, 27 years ago. The very first Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party was held on Halloween night. The following year, it was also held on Halloween night. In 1997, they extended it to two nights, October 30th and 31st, they repeated it the next year, extended to three nights in 1999 to five nights in 2001. And now, as you see, Halloween begins in August in Walt Disney World. If you go back to WDW Radio episode number 606, I'll give you the entire history of Halloween 
in the Disney parks, not just in Walt Disney World, but Disneyland and around the world. And I'm telling you, the way and how Halloween is celebrated in some of the international Disney parks is absolutely fascinating. Anyway, I took all the correct entries, randomly selected one, and last week you were playing for a prize package that includes, but is not limited to, a WW Radio mug, pin, and mystery prize. And last week's winner, randomly selected, is... Donna Crawford. So, Donna, congratulations. I will get your prize package out to you right away. If you played last week and didn't win, that's okay, because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. So, this week we are talking about and getting ready for Disney's D23 Expo. And if you remember, Bob Iger introduced D23, the Disney fan club as a whole, back in March 2009 during the company's annual meeting and held the first D23 Expo September 10th through the 13th that same year. The first destination D was the following year in 2010. But Anaheim isn't the only place where a D23 Expo is held. So your question this week is to tell me, where was the first international D23 Expo held? You have until Sunday, August 28th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern to go to www.radio.com, click on this week's podcast, use the online form there. And this week you'll be playing for a mystery Disney prize package. It may be something from the Disney Wish. It may be a Diz plate. It may be a mug or a tumbler. You never know. That's why it's called a mystery. So good luck and have fun. That is going to do it for this week's show. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in this and every week, and more importantly, being part of the community and conversation and our WDW radio family. I'd love to know your thoughts about D23 Expo. Are you going to Expo? Again, stop by the booth. If so, why? What are you most looking forward to? Be part of the conversation and the community over in the clubhouse at www.radio.com slash clubhouse. That is our Facebook group. You can also connect with me elsewhere on social. I am at Lou Mangiello on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the show, you can email me lou at www.radio.com or call the voicemail. I'll be heard on the air at 407-900-9391. That's 407-900-WDW1. Huge thanks and even more love to the WW Radio Nation family. I sincerely appreciate you. I love being able to give back to you each and every month. If you want to find out how you can be part of the Nation family and help bring every episode of WW Radio to life, every live broadcast, the contests and giveaways, they're all thanks to, by, for, with, and about you. You can find out how you can help this show for as little as a dollar per month and get cool exclusive rewards every month like scavenger hunts, trivia quests. We do group video calls every month, have a private Facebook group. There's shirts, stickers, monthly care packages from the parks, early access and discounts to special events, and lots more. And of course, and most importantly, a portion of your optional contribution goes to our Dream Team project to benefit the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America. Thanks to you, we've raised more than $550,000 for Make-A-Wish to make a true difference in the lives of children and families that really need it. I want to thank some Lou and longtime members, including Patrick Alcasid, Jennifer Mazaros, Ariel Webster, Alan Miller, Casey, Angie Robinson, and Beatrice Feeney. Happy birthday, by the way. If you want to find out how you can help the show, just visit www.radio.com support. In addition to being out at and covering D23 Expo next month, go to www.radio.com events for upcoming events. Stay tuned for our next meet of the month in Walt Disney World and join us on our next WW Radio group cruise on the Disney Wish. December 5th is a very merry time cruise. We have one spot left for Adventures by Disney to Wyoming and a few more events that are going to be announced very, very soon. And speaking of events, I am once again holding my Momentum Weekend Workshop in Walt Disney World this October 22nd and 23rd in the Hilton Orlando and Disney Springs. If you want to turn what you love into what you do and come to a one-room, 50-person interactive workshop and amazing event where you can not only learn but share, network, and collaborate and make a real difference in growing your business and your brand, I invite you to please visit lumangelo.com slash momentum. Plus, to say thank you for listening to the show, I have a special $100 off discount code just for you. You can use code PODCAST100 at checkout to save $100 off your weekend workshop or optional Mastermind Monday Day ticket. 
I'm going to release and reveal the first round of speaker announcements. Probably this coming week, I am incredibly excited for who I have coming and coming back this year. It is an incredible lineup of people who not only have walked the walk and are building and continue to build their own businesses and brands, but will help you do the same. And this year, even more so, there's a bit of an added Disney touch to it. Stay tuned. That speaker announcement is coming soon. Again, for more information and to secure your spot, we're about 70 or 75% sold out now. So get your ticket soon. Visit lumangelo.com slash momentum. And finally, my friend, and you are my friend, whether we have met yet or not, all I ask is that if you like the show, please help spread the word. Tell a friend or share a link to this or your favorite episode on social. Tag me at Lumangelo so I can see it and reshare it for you. And if you can, take just a couple of seconds to rate and review the show in Apple Podcasts or do it, leave a quick rating over in Spotify Podcast. I want to thank some Apple Podcast reviewers like Luis Carlos Pantojo Filo from Brazil, who says, thanks, Lou, for everything you do for the Disney community. Travel Bug says, I started listening back in 2014, been hooked ever since. I look forward to getting a weekly dose of Walt Disney World. Thank you for keeping me connected to the magic until I can go back again. And finally, and most importantly, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I want you to know how much I sincerely appreciate you and hope that the show doesn't just make you have a better experience when you go to the parks or to Expo, but is a little bit of positivity and bright light in your day or your week. And you pay that positivity forward to others, that you choose the good, that you are empowered to make choices and decisions to look for and find the good in everything you do and everyone that you come across. And I promise not only will you be happier, but that positivity becomes contagious. And sometimes you don't know just how that might impact somebody else's day or trajectory in ways that you could not expect. It's easy. It doesn't cost you anything to be nice, to be positive, or even just a simple act of courtesy and politeness. I hope that this truly is your best week ever. I hope to see you in the clubhouse on the live show on Wednesday night and, of course, at Expo in just a few weeks. I love and appreciate you and hope that this is your best week ever. So until next time, see ya. Hello, Lou Mangiello. You invite people to call, so I'm calling. My name is Patrice Roberti, and I live in Arlington, Mass. I discovered your wonderful podcast a couple of weeks ago, so not 15 years ago, but a couple of weeks ago, and I just have to say I'm really enjoying it. You have a genuineness. I've been listening to radio since I was a kid here in Boston, and there's one thing you can't fake long-term on audio, any audio medium, especially radio or podcast, and that's being genuine, and you are, I think, very genuine and obviously quite knowledgeable and your enthusiasm and appreciation are just beautiful. The reason I picked up the phone to call you today was um, a couple years ago I got sick of listening to morning talk radio here in Boston or really anywhere. It was just an all-sad story. So I started listening to Disney podcasts kind of at random. I, I figured it would be something that was different. I don't know much about Disney or anything at all, really. And uh, what I have discovered is that a lot of them are about um, what my husband and I kind of can't believe. It's all about rope drop and exhaustion and people, you know, their shoes melting and them eating donuts as big as their head. And it was all stuff that, even though I listened, because it was distracting, was better than the local radio, as I said, uh, it just didn't make anyone want to go to Disney. It made one wonder why people do. And I have told my husband a hundred times since I found your podcast, I'm like, this guy, Lou Mangiello, he explains why people might want to go to Disney who don't want to have their shoes melting and don't want to eat a donut as big as a head. And I'm not saying you never did those. Maybe you did at the beginning. I haven't listened to all 600. But as the reason I am calling is your one, your, your, your podcast on the art of Disney was incredibly amazing it made me want to go look at these mosaics to see the little emerald one luckily in this day and age i can look stuff up on on youtube and on, on the internet and see them even though i haven't seen them in person and you make me understand why people who who don't want to do rope drop exhaustion throw up off galaxy uh, off guardians of the galaxy might still want to go to disney and i hope someday maybe you will do a show and maybe you have done it again i don't know but maybe someday you will do a show, a podcast, about Disney for people who have come to believe they might not like Disney. Because it sounds like there's a lot of reasons to go. I don't know them all, but just listening to your podcast 
for the past couple of weeks have given me a few. I would love to see the at the one at the um, uh, at the Mary Blair one at the uh, oh god I'm forgetting the name of the resort. You know the one you talked about though that that huge huge one in the middle. The um, oh god of course I'm forgetting. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Anyway, you've made me think. Wow, there would be things to see at Disney that would be worth some of the some of the things that that we wouldn't pay to go to do because we wouldn't want to do them. That there are other things to see that are worth seeing. So thank you for that. Thank you for your beautiful enthusiasm and your appreciation. It, it shines through, and I think you know that. And I think you really feel it. So I had to pick up the phone and call you. There you go. It's probably not for the air. I think I stumbled along too much. I never meant it for the air, but I wanted to tell you. Take care. Bye.